0: Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to this internet radio. This is in spirit affectionately called. This is a nurturing environment for women that inspires harmony in everyday living. Shares resources that empower, offers information and support that nourishes the soul, balances our mental and physical well-being, and promotes inner peace and heightened spirituality. Our vision is a world where women
1: live consciously, harmoniously, and spiritually to positively impact our lives and the lives of those with whom we come into contact.
0: Join us as we live life with style, grace, and of course, much joy.
1: Welcome to our Sisters in Spirit broadcast for Thursday, May 16, 2013. I'm your host, Skye, and our co-host, Raisa, is on travel. However, she sends her greetings to everyone. Tonight's topic is pretty feet in time for summer fun. And our special guest this evening is Christina Monroe, owner and principal artist of Love Those Toes, Hand and Foot Care Mobile Spa. Good evening, Christina. How are you? I'm doing well, Skye. Thank you. How are you? I'm wonderful. Um it's it's just great to have you with us this evening. Christina is a longtime sister friend of Sisters in Spirit and we're just excited to have you on the show tonight. I'm very excited to be here. So thank you for having me. Awesome. So before we get started, get deep into our conversation, I'd like to share with you a little more information about our guest speaker. Christina Monroe is a licensed and insured cosmetologist who has provided nail and foot care services for over 18 years. She not only specializes in foot care services, but also hand care as well. She strives to provide exceptional services to her clients while educating them on proper nail, hand, and foot care. Love Those Toes provides mobile nail nail care services in the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Cleanliness and sanitation are taken very seriously. And as an active member of the International Pedicure Association, Love Those Tolls stays current on the latest trends and practices to provide safe pedicure and manicure services. They use professional product lines to maximize the life of your service and make an effort to use products that are environmentally friendly. All of their new clients receive a complimentary consultation, and Christina conducts a thorough analysis of the current conditions of the client's hands and feet, and that allows her to focus on her client's individual needs and address them properly. So welcome again, Christine. Christina. Thank you. Um, I'd like for you to share with us how you got started. You know, what guided you towards a career in cosmetology and hand and foot care? Yeah, it was actually, it was completely, I guess by mistake, if you want to
0: say, it was not as though I, you know, grew up dreaming about becoming a nail care specialist. Um, After high school, I was never certain what I wanted to do. As far as going to college, I hadn't declared a major, and, you know, I thought, I didn't want to just waste my summer just, you know, sitting at home and, you know, while no one wants to go away to school and and spend money on a major, you know, they don't know what they're going to study. I was in the mall one day with my mom and I ran into a girlfriend who had a lab coat on and she's like, you know, I'm in cosmetology school and her mom was a hairstylist and I thought, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll go to cosmetology school. So while I, at the time I was living in South Carolina, I enrolled in school and I liked what I was learning with the hair and with skin But when they got to the nail portion of it, which was very brief, I was fascinated with it. And so I thought, you know, we didn't spend enough time on this. I didn't learn enough. So it was something I liked, but I wasn't obsessed or very passionate about at the time. And after I got into some salons, I just realized, you know, my heart is with nails. So I relocated to this area about (laughs) four years later and I enrolled in male school, and from there, that was in 1999, and from there I've just been passionate and very persistent about pursuing my male profession ever since. So.
1: Awesome. And and I like um, the fact that you focus on uh, doing a, an analysis and individual care instead of just like cookie cutter. You know, some of the salons that you go into, it's just like cookie cutter. There's no thought given to what your individual needs are. So I really like that, you know, you you look at it as care and not just as a beauty um, regimen or beauty treatment. Right. It's
0: it's different when you go to salons that are discounted. The prices are obviously a lot lower, and the focus is more so on the cosmetic aspect of the nails and Mm -hmm. the toes. They want them to look pretty, so they want to put some polish on them and maybe some designs, but... You know, people have problems. They have dry feet. They have in-bone toenails, and that's not being addressed. at the more, um, the non-standard or the discount salons. But that's not care. It's just cosmetic. I focus on the care because there are often a lot of times where people have problems with their feet and they're not addressed, and they lead to more serious health issues. Mm
1: hmm. So that's that's so, awesome that you look at it from that aspect, um, care, and not just cosmetics. Okay, Christina. Um, talk to us about our feet. You know why is it important to to um to look beyond just the cosmetics? Um, tell us more about the feet, um, how to care for them, and just you know really, why is it important? Well, it's very important to
0: take care of your feet for several reasons. Often, your hands and your feet are sources that uncover health problems in other parts of the body. Um, As you may know, there are several pressure points in your feet that are all linked to different areas in your body that can let you know, you know, hey, something's wrong or something's, you know, off balance. Um, Healthy feet allow you to be active. As as you know, um, there are a lot of benefits to being active. You walk more. You keep weight off. You improve muscle and bone strength as well as improve your emotional and mental health. Um, Healthy feet allow people to... um, have proper body mechanics, and especially for elderly people, it helps them to maintain their balance, so they have fewer falls and you know incidents. People who do not care for their feet properly are high risk of having serious issues such as diabetes and poor circulation, and that is something that I'm very very concerned about with my clients, which is why I conduct consultations. There's often times where people who are diagnosed with diabetes do not know or have not been to a podiatrist or had their feet treated and they think it's okay to get nail services when it's not. I ask people who are diabetic, you know, I ask them if they are and, you know, what type of diabetes they have because it places limitations on the type of work that I am able to do on them. There are certain things that I can't do and that I have to refer them to a podiatrist. So it's mm-hmm. important that you know You know, you wash your feet properly, dry in between your toes. Sometimes people don't wash their feet. They just get in the shower and they let the water run and think that's enough, and it's not. You have to clean your feet every day. If you have swelling, sometimes it's good to soak them in Epsom salt because that has minerals that help reduce the swelling. Um, It's also a deodorizer. It helps to keep the feet healthy. So it's very important to maintain your feet on a regular basis. Even if you don't get
1: pedicures, it's always good to soak and just to wash and do basic maintenance on your feet at home. Mm, Thank you so much. Now tell us, Christine, when we're – Christine, I'm so sorry, I keep saying Christine, like an old girlfriend. (laughs) 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 When considering a service, um, whether mobile or a fixed location, what should we look for? you know, to determine if it's a professional um, service and a safe service?
0: First, what I would look for is in the environment is is definitely is the salon clean, not just, you know, the countertops or the windows, but specifically the whirlpools. If they have the petty spots that have the jets in them, you want to look inside and make sure that the, the phones have been cleaned. You want to make sure that if there are any implements, that are going to be used during the service that they're being sterilized in a barbicide jar and not laying out on the station because you don't know if they've been used on a client prior and if they've been sanitized, sterilized properly. So you want to make sure you look for that. You also want to look for quality products. And so that would mean that items need to be labeled. If you see bottles, maybe solutions and things that aren't labeled, you don't know what they are, so you're not sure what they're using on you. So it's important that you pay attention to those things as well. And you also want to look for their professional licensure. Um, it could be someone working on you that may not have a license, and that's a huge liability. Mm-hmm. So you want to make sure that you're looking for the atmosphere and also look and make sure that it's it's a professional place. Sometimes, you know, there's very little interaction with the client. You know, you may have questions, and if they're not addressed, it's, it's a risk. I mean, I want to know that, you know, if I'm going to a place and spending my money, that, that my fee are being cared for by them, that they're in good hands. And so it's always important to have that kind of interaction with the uh, salon that you're going to be doing business with.
1: Okay. Now tell us some red flags. If we see these things, we should get up and run.
0: <laughs> <laughs> definitely if you see used pumice stones or used implements laying out, you should definitely not service this place. You should not give them your money. You should leave. Anything that looks dirty or looks like it hasn't been cleaned in a while, you should leave out. Nothing that's labeled, I wouldn't let them put it on me. You don't know what it is.
1: Mm-hmm. If someone,
0: and you sit down and you have natural nails, and they pull out an electric file, run. There's, mm. You should not at any point in time use an electric file on natural nails. Wow. You don't, it's only used for artificial nail services, which would be enhancements like acrylic or gel, and it's not to be used on natural nails. So if they're telling you, no, this is going to, Allow me to do my job faster. That's true, but not for natural nails. So mm-hmm. I would definitely not service that, that business now. Okay.
1: Wow, that's something. That's a big one, isn't it? I mean, along with it, the really sanitation. Yeah, with sanitation, but, you know, that could just really destroy your nails. Wow. Hmm. One question that I have is about, and, and I experienced this down, I work downtown DC, and we have a couple of nails. Uh, salons down there and when you walk pop by on the outside you can be outside you can smell all of the fumes coming from that nail salon so is that is, is that something that comes with you know having your nails done or is that something that you should be kind of cautious of too because i noticed that you said your company you know tries to use as many um, eco-friendly products as possible but is that tip Typically, something that comes with using acrylics and things like that, or is that something we should look out to look out for as well? You know, the fumes that comes from uh, the products that are being used. Yes,
0: absolutely, Skye. Definitely something that you should look out for, and I'm glad that you brought that up and mentioned it because if the fumes are heavy, oftentimes the technicians that are providing the services all day are wearing masks on their face. So that yes. tells you the salon is not properly ventilated. Most Mm -hmm. Acrylic enhancements do have an odor, which is the monomer, um, which is the liquid that they use for acrylic, is often a very strong odor or, you know, scent that it has. Mm -hmm. And so it needs proper ventilation to be used inside of a salon. And if they don't have an air filter system and you smell it, it means they don't have windows open and it's not being ventilated properly and you shouldn't be in that salon getting service If they offer you a mask, that's great, but it should still be properly ventilated, even for the technicians. They're there sometimes 10 and 12 hours a day working, inhaling those fumes, which are harmful, harmful to you and harmful to the environment. So Mm -hmm. yeah, that's definitely something to be concerned about, absolutely. I know
1: years ago I went to a salon with my sister, and I know this had to be like maybe over 10 years ago. And um, I went into the salon, so the women that were waiting to be serviced were sitting there. All the technicians had masks on, and um, there was an an infant in there, too. And so I sat there for a second, and then I said, okay, you know, I have to leave because I'm not going to inhale this stuff. So I left and went shopping while, you know, she had her nails done. But what was really appalling to me was that this woman had, I mean, literally the baby looked like it was less than um, maybe – two weeks old, it was, oh my gosh, and I'm thinking, you know, she was in there when when we went in there, I don't know how long that woman had been in there, but I was just thinking something was terribly wrong with that, because I wasn't willing to sit in there for five minutes and inhale that stuff, but that baby was in there, so yeah, that's something that always stayed with me um, regarding uh, salon care, you know, and, and the fumes. But um, I'm glad you told our listeners that, so that's something that we should be aware of. And as you said, you know, at least get a mask. And then, too, you know, ask about the ventilation. You know, check check into things because you're spending your money and it's also your well-being that's um, involved as well. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, Christina, can you share with us what um, a typical um, pedicure service would entail now
0: I will I will two things I will give you my typical pedicure service that I perform and then if you're going to go to a salon somewhere you will get what is typical or very basic so that mm-hmm. would be a foot soak that would if they, it depends on if they wear gloves or not they'll sanitize your feet or if they'll have a sanitizer in the whirlpool that they use so they'll sanitize before the technician comes in contact with your feet I use gloves. So even though I use gloves, I still use a sanitizer. They'll soak your feet. They will trim your toenails. They will do cuticle detail, which is to clean the cuticle up around the the nail plate. And then they will buff it smooth. They will possibly do a light sugar scrub or some type of salt scrub on the soles of your feet. And then a light massage and dry your feet off, and then you'll be polished. So that's a basic pedicure service. I usually add a callus treatment, in depending on the condition of the client's feet. I like to customize my pedicures because no one's feet are the same. So one person mm-hmm. may have callus, and I will help reduce that. You're not ever supposed to remove callus completely. And some people think you are, but it's there for a reason. So once mm-hmm. it starts to build up, you don't ever remove it. You just, you know, smooth it down some, but you don't ever mm-hmm. take it off completely. So I look at the client's, feet and see what condition they're in before I recommend what I feel they need that's going to help improve the condition of their
1: feet at that point in time. Mm -hmm. So that would be your good So that's because you give them more or less a consultation first and let them know, you know, what what you recommend for it as an individual service and not a cookie-cutter thing. Exactly. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Exactly. Okay. Now. We've gone to you and we've had our nail services done, our hand and our feet, and our feet in particular because that's what we're trying to get ready for this hot summer weather that's coming up. And so what do we do after the service? Uh, What should we do afterwards to kind of maintain it, uh, maintain the integrity, or to, in other words, make it last as long as possible? (laughs) Well, first, your
0: pedicure should always last you at least four weeks. Um, there are less oils in the toenail plates, so your polish up here is longer. I recommend highly, highly recommend cuticle oil and a good moisturizer, not a lotion that's water-based, but a, a foot cream. And I do have some products that I prefer to use, but definitely a good cuticle oil because you keep the cuticle area moisturized. It doesn't dry the skin out around it, which cause which would cause the polish to chip. So if you keep everything moisturized, it allows your pedicure service to last longer. It actually extends the life of the pedicure. So those two items, cuticle oil and a good moisturizer for your feet is what I recommend. And moisturizer, you would do those things at night. It's a little difficult to moisturize during the day because sometimes if you have sandals on, it's a little slippery, but definitely at night with a pair of cotton socks on, it it's in that moisture. Not gasoline because it coats the skin, it doesn't absorb. So, you want mm-hmm. to use something that's moisturizing that your feet actually are going to absorb to keep them soft. And you should also be using some type of scrub, sugar or salt. I prefer sugar because it's not as abrasive um, in the shower. And upon the pumice- block, not a stone because it's a little rougher. I prefer not to use a stone, but some people like the stone and just buff the bottom of your, the soles of your feet in the shower each day. You can do it at night. It's usually best to do it at night, but, you know, you can do it in the morning and at night also. And that helps keep the soles smooth so when you go back to your next pedicure, your feet are in really good condition. So mm-hmm. the more you condition them, the longer, you know, your services will
1: last. Okay. So you answered my next question. A, a good service should last you at least four weeks, and that's pretty good. And, and that's the same for your hands as well, or would that be different for your hands? Now, your hands are different because you're, you
0: have more oils in your nail plate, and you're more active with your hands. Right. So a manicure, a traditional manicure should last you at least one week. That can mm-hmm. be
1: anywhere from seven to ten days.
0: Um, depends mm-hmm. on okay. you know, how you handle things, Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. So your pedicure would normally last. You should last you much longer. Yes. Okay. And that makes that does make sense. Okay. We're going to open up our lines and invite our callers and our chat room attendees to um, ask questions or make comments. So if you are on the line and you'd like to make a comment, press the one so that we know that your hand is raised. And if you're in the chat room, um, just please type in your comment and we will share it with Christina. In the meantime, Christina, let's take a moment to share your contact information and additional information about your company with us. Absolutely. Um, my Anyone that
0: has questions or wants to schedule an appointment with me, um, they can reach me online at www.lovethosetoes.com. That's spelled exactly how it sounds, L-O-V-E-T-H-O-S-E-T-O-E-S.com. Uh, they can also send me an email to love underscore those underscore toes at yahoo dot com. Or if they're on the web, they can actually send a message through my website, which we'll go to. There's a voicemail um, message. I'll receive that. And I usually respond within twenty four to forty eight hours to individual requests as well as requests for spa parties. I am on Facebook, I am on Twitter, and I'm on Instagram. under Love those toes. So feel free to follow me um, on Twitter and on Facebook i definitely like to give specials out to those who are my Facebook friends, so go on to Facebook and like my page, and I'll definitely have some great specials coming up in the summer. So we're hoping the weather breaks soon, and we can have some spa party scheduled and get a lot of ladies in the D.C. metro area pampered for summer.
1: Yes, indeed, because um, most parts of the country, um, we don't know whether it's summer or if it's late, wi- late winter, early spring, because the weather is just back and forth. So that's one of the reasons why we wanted to take this opportunity to um, help our listeners and our audience um, get those toes and those feet in shape for summer fun because here in D.C. we go back and forth. We have a couple of days of nice warm weather, and um, before we can get the sandals out, uh, it's cold again, so we're wrapped up. So um, now it's um, May 16th. Uh, Pretty soon it's going to be full speed ahead with summer and you're going to come out of those boots and clothes and shoes and you want those toes and feet to be pretty and to be ready to be shown in those gorgeous sandals that we wear during the summer. So that's why Christina is with us today sharing some really valuable information about um, foot care and nail care in particular. So what I'd like to do um, now, Christina, is to really ask you, what are some of the do's and don'ts? Um, I think you touched on it a little bit earlier, but if you could share a little more, uh, shed a little more light on what we should and should not do in terms of um, our foot care. uh be- say, between visits to the service or between having uh, you come in and um, take care of our feet and hands for us, what are some of the real serious do's that you would prefer that we do not do? I would
0: say for things that you should not do um, is not ignore a problem if you see something or something feels differently on your feet. Um, a lot of problems that people experience that they think are minor, like uh, skin problems, calluses, corns, ingrown toenails, they often let those things go for a long time without getting them treated, and then it becomes an even bigger problem. So if there's a problem, don't ignore the problem. Do not wear tight shoes or shoes that do not allow your feet to be This causes ingrown toenails, which is a huge problem specifically in women. Often we wear boots in the wintertime that are pointy-toed, you know, kind of narrow, and this can also lead to other health problems such as bunions or they call, you know, hammer toes. Um, It creates problems that are often irreversible or they can sometimes be fixed, but most of the time it's with surgery.
1: Mm-hmm. So we
0: we definitely want to try to wear shoes that are comfortable for our feet that are usually made of, of leather, something that stretches and it's something that allows your, your feet to breathe. Um, for people who are, um, I'll say, like our, our elderly people, um, we also want to make sure that they wear shoes that are comfortable because a lot of older, the older you get, the more, Uh, problems that you have maybe when you're younger, it starts to manifest. So you want to make sure that you are able to treat the problem early on. So something that would be great to have would be uh, heel inserts or heel comforts in your shoes when you're walking, something that fits snugly around the back of your foot so that it's not slipping or rubbing on the heel. You want to make sure that the shoe that you wear is wide enough for your feet Mm. so that helps protect your feet. And most of the time it's good to have soles that are made of rubber, that has good shock absorption, so there's no the slipping and that doesn't cause the leather to rub against your feet, which, you know, again, it can cause uh, problems with the heel and also the rubbing and the friction causes corns and, you know, irritation on the feet. Mm-hmm. So those are definitely some of the things we we don't want you to do. You want to make sure you take care of your feet because you only
1: have one pair of feet.
0: <laughs> That's right.
1: Care. That is so true. And you don't want to have problems with your feet if it's at all possible. A question that I have, and this is something that I don't particularly do, but I'm finding more um, these days with with the changing and the quality of products that we purchase. That um, and the question is regarding socks. Um, I see more nylon socks and socks of various materials, but does it really make a difference in the, the, the material type of the sock? I prefer cotton socks, but is it, does it really make a difference? And uh, As opposed to having a microfiber, which I'm still not sure what that is, or a nylon sock? Nylon socks are usually very popular for
0: wintertime, especially for ladies who wear boots because the cotton socks obviously are too thick to get mm-hmm. into the boots. But I've, I've found that ladies that wear nylon socks, their feet tend to sweat a lot more and mm-hmm. holding that excess moisture, in, especially if they're wearing the boots for maybe eight hours a day, that can often cause problems. As well, so not only are you doing and and odor as well because it's sweating inside of the shoe, it it can't breathe, and it's with the leather, It, it sometimes creates foot odor, and that can. And if you're wearing the same shoes often, it's the same thing. You're always putting your foot into the shoe, and it's an environment for bacteria, so you want to make sure that you're wearing socks that allow it to breathe. And if you're going to wear nylon, I would say not to wear them. For, you know, More than eight hours a day obviously But it's always good to keep cotton socks on Because your feet can breathe I agree with you, the cotton is much better Microfiber, I actually haven't worn any microfiber socks Or had any clients that do So I can't speak on that But I do know if you have a choice You should always choose cotton
1: That's what I do And I wear them with any type of boot I um, happen to have Unless I'm wearing It's not really that cold outside And I'm wearing nylon stockings But in terms of socks, they they are kind of thick, and um, they don't allow your foot to really breathe. So that's one of the reasons why I kind of stay clear of those. And like I said, the microfiber, I really don't know what that is. I've yet to really get a good understanding of what microfiber is, so I've I've never used those.
0: Right. Yeah, I've never used the microfiber either. I have microfiber face cloths and I actually don't use those on my face but I use them to absorb dust when I'm working on artificial enhancements so it's great for mm-hmm. absorbing okay. dust but I don't know about moisture yeah
1: Yeah. Uh, what about foot powder is that um, something good to use yes foot
0: powder is great to use um If you sprinkle a little bit in your shoes, it actually does help absorb the moisture and it reduces the foot odor. So if you can sprinkle a little bit, even after you wear your shoes for the day, you can put a little powder in them and let it sit overnight. That's the best thing to do because it helps absorb that moisture up so it's not holding the foot odor. working with a dry shoe, you know, the next morning because it's kind of like going to a swimming pool and putting your feet in, when you're constantly wet and you're wearing, you know, moist shoes, it's the Mm -hmm. perfect environment for, you know, bacteria, which can lead to, you know, athlete's foot. And it's very Mm -hmm. hard to to cure. So you definitely want to use the foot powder. That's great. And it can be, some foot powder actually comes in the form of a, like a liquid or, or like a spray powder. It sprays on and then it goes dry. And that's good
1: for absorbing moisture as well. Oh, okay. No, I haven't seen that one, but, yeah, that, that, that makes sense, and it's much more convenient, too, and probably less messy. Yes, and affordable. Okay.
0: It's very affordable.
1: hmm Okay, uh, Christina, for our um, listeners who typically might have service um, done, have it either at their home or travel to a fixed location, however, they can't get there right now and say, tomorrow is going to be 85 degrees, and up until this point, um, they have not brought out their sandals, but tomorrow's gonna be eighty five degrees. Is there some type of a quick fix? <laughs> <laughs> Something that we could do quickly to get our feet in shape, say for tomorrow or the next couple of days? <laughs> well, Sky. For a quick fix.
0: I don't know how quick the fix can be, especially if the feet have been in boots all winter long. But I would suggest um if they had some uh, foot care items at home, to so definitely break those out, which would hopefully be some type of soak and a, a sugar scrub or a, a salt scrub and a moisturizer, but if you don't have any products in your home and you want to do something really quick for tomorrow, um, if your toenails are a little too long, you can trim them with a toenail uh, clipper and trim straight across. You know, You can lightly round the corners and shape them, so if you cut them too short, it can cause an infection. Mm -hmm. And then you can soak your feet in, like I said, some Epsom salt. If you have some Epsom salt at home, you can soak your feet in that. And you can make your own scrub, actually, if you don't have one. You can take some brown sugar and some olive oil, and you can mix them together, and you can use that as a sugar scrub and scrub the bottom of your feet with that. And it actually does a really good job. Some of the um, eco-friendly products are using natural ingredients, and brown sugar is is a huge um, ingredient in a lot of the sugar scrubs that we use, so that's definitely beneficial for your feet. And then just use your, you know, your pumice block that you have or a foot rasp and you can exfoliate your feet in the shower. And once you've gotten out, you want to use, um, you don't have cuticle oil, you can use vitamin E oil or olive oil as well and just rub that around your cuticles to moisturize them. And then clean your nail plate off with some alcohol before applying your polish, and that will help you polish it here. And then, you know, you want to moisturize your feet for the night and you can put some socks around them. Now, they do make socks that have the toes cut out. If you, you know, already polish them and you're getting ready for bed, you know, you don't want your toes to get messed up. Or if you have, I recommend an old pair of socks and you just cut the toes off so that your toes can be exposed and so your polish can dry without smearing or, or bubbling up overnight.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, that sounds like that is a really good fix. Thank you, Christina, for sharing that. And, um, you know, I'm just thinking The way that our weather has been lately, you just really don't know what to do. I know I've seen some women out there um, in 60-degree weather or 55 or 60-degree weather with their sandals on. So I guess some people are ready for it and some may not be. But thank you for giving us that tip. And what I wanted to um, ask you again really quickly, I heard, well, actually I saw on a social media, this recipe, and you can tell me if it's something that's pretty dangerous or something that might work. And it was aligned with a quick fix for um, your feet. It was a foot soak. And it was, um, I think it was a quarter cup of Listerine and a quarter cup of vinegar. And it said soak your feet in that for however long. I don't remember how long. And then it said the the dead skin would just virtually wipe off. And I was like, well, that sounds like it might take some of your good skin with it, too. So does that sound right or feasible? Or It sounds kind of harsh to me.
0: It is somewhat harsh, and I, I wouldn't say I would use it for um, exfoliating or removing the skin off of the feet, but you can definitely use vinegar or Listerine, not necessarily together, but to treat fungus. You just soak okay. your fingers or your toes to treat fungus. So, yeah, it is rather strong. I wouldn't necessarily soak my feet. And it. it may, because it is just that strong, take the skin off of it. But I've never used it for that. I have
1: used Listerine to treat fungus on the fingers mm-hmm. before. Yeah, it was it was advertised as just a foot soak. And uh, it had a, a substantial amount of time in there, too, for you to Ooh. soak your feet. And it just said, um, actually, I'll, I'll email it to you so you can see it. But... Um, They were like, um, this will, you know, you can virtually just wipe the dead skin off, and it just seemed like it was rather harsh to me. But I definitely understand the antiseptic properties of it. So, yeah, that makes sense. But just as a typical or general foot soak, it seemed kind of strong to me. Yeah, that's pretty strong, yeah. Okay, so we're talking about summer fun and having our feet all pretty and nice and ready to go. Uh, with summer fun comes beach, weather and beach time, time spent at the beach. So I wanted to find out, and this this is also just in general, what about sunscreen? Do you put sunscreen on your feet? I do.
0: I use sunscreen every day, all year round, 24 okay.
1: hours.
0: <laughs> sunscreen oh, okay. is excellent for your feet, yes, absolutely. absolutely. Oh, awesome.
1: Okay. And what about the salt water? You know, does that adversely affect your nail polish or your your um, pedicure? It doesn't affect it, but
0: it's good for your feet. It's good for your feet to be in the salt water. If you're in there every single day in ocean water, obviously it it would probably lead to chipping of the polish. But, you know, it's not like you're sitting in the ocean for hours and hours and hours on end. But it's the salt water itself has a natural healing effect, so it's definitely good for your feet. Um, mm-hmm. when you're in the ocean, ocean water.
1: Yeah, I, I really enjoy that because what I typically do, I just love walking barefoot in the sand, and it it seems like it's a really good exfoliant, so I, I enjoy doing that. And it's also just really, just really healing to me, um, walking barefoot in the sand and in the grass. And during the mm-hmm. summer I try to go down to the mall and just walk barefoot in the grass. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's definitely great for your feet. Definitely.
1: Mm-hmm. Again, we'd like to uh, thank our listeners. Uh, you're here with your uh, guest, Christina Monroe, who is the chief artist and owner of Love Those Toes, a mobile hand and foot care um, spa service. And uh, we are talking about um, having pretty feet in time for summer fun. If you have a question that you'd like to ask Christina, please press one and we'll bring you into to the conversation. And our listeners in our chat room, if you'd like to um type a message, we will share it with Christina. She's actually in the chat room with you. So, um, type your message. Uh Christina, what else would you like to share with our uh, listening listeners this evening regarding I would actually foot uh, care. Mhm.
0: I would actually like to clear the air on gel manicures. I know it's the latest craze in fashion. Everyone is fascinated with the fact that they can have a manicure done and the polish is dried instantly as soon as they finish. And a lot of people are up in the air about whether or not gel manicures are harmful or if they cause cancer, if they do damage to the nails. Um, Dr. Oz was on and made a statement that was incorrect as he was not fully informed properly about the uh, the safety of gel manicures. And it was a little upsetting to me as a nail care professional that, you know, the facts were not looked into more thoroughly before sharing this information with the public because Dr. Oz is, you know, admired, you know, worldwide, and, you know, he's like the Oprah, you know, for the yes. medical industry, and the people take them very seriously. And so um, I just wanted to share with the listeners tonight a little bit of information about gel manicures in case they are also, you know, on the fence about whether or not this is a safe service for them. Okay, so
1: you're going to tell us what a gel manicure is? Yes, what a gel manicure
0: is and, you know, let you know, you know, how long it lasts and if it's safe. Um, Gel manicures, it is um, not an artificial service but a temporary service that provides a gel coating over the natural nail. It is cured under a UV or LED lamp for a brief amount of time, and it's actually an extended manicure. So where a natural nail manicure would last for maybe five to seven days, this manicure will last you for two to three weeks. It's a chip-free manicure. So it's Mm. not harmful. It does not cause damage to the natural nail, and there have been (laughs) some instances where people say that it causes cancer because your hands are placed in a UV light to cure the gel, which makes it dry fast or instantly. And that is also false. The UV light does not cause cancer. You are not in any way, shape, form, or fashion prone or at a high risk of having cancer by having gel manicure services done. Um, you have a better chance of getting cancer by walking in the 90-degree weather from your car to the salon door than you do from getting your hands cured and using the gel manicure, getting a gel manicure and having your hands inside the lamp for two minutes. So those accusations are absolutely false. Um, the service, I actually provide gel nail services. I use CNB's Shellac, and I also use Hand and Nail Harmony Gelish, which has an array of bright colors um, for summer. There's some fluorescence and some bright pinks and yellows. So the colors are really fun, and it's a quick way for a busy person to come in and get a service, and then they can leave without worrying about smudging their polish or not being able to get their keys out of the bottom of their purse. They can put their shoes back on instantly without having to worry about the polish, you know, bubbling or or chipping or smearing or anything. So Mm -hmm. it's absolutely a great service to have. It does cost a little bit more than the average manicure, but the benefits of it are far greater than that of a traditional manicure. So I just wanted to, you know, let everyone know it's definitely a safe service. You know, right now a lot of women that do not get manicures or don't get them on a regular basis are actually trying the gel services and, and loving them. They like the fact that, you know, their polish is instantly dry and that, you know, they can cook and clean and do all their normal activities around the house without their polish chipping, you know, a few days after their manicure and having to go back and get a polish change. So, I absolutely love gel services. I promote them, and I highly recommend them to all of my clients for hands and for feet. It's a great service.
1: Okay. Thank you for uh, clearing the air about that, Christina. And um, just to um, clarify something for me, the the gel manicure, that's put over your natural nails. So it's not um, something that will say if, if my nails are not long. It would be the same length as my nail, or would it, you know, can you make your nail longer, or is that a different type of um, service? That's a different
0: type of service. They actually do have what they call a hard gel that is similar to an acrylic. That if you wanted to have nail enhancements or extensions put on, you could have a gel coating put over the extension. But this particular gel is a soak off gel, it actually soaks off with acetone, or uh, they have special gel polish removers that you can use to remove the gel in as little as 10 minutes. Um, It's actually just a polish. It's just like nail polish. It goes over your nails. It doesn't extend them. It's just like a coating, and it's very thin. It should be applied very thin, and it looks natural. It just lastly Mm -hmm. extends good like the manicure. So it's very natural looking. No one can look at you and say, hey, you have a gel manicure on, because it looks just like traditional nail polish. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well that's interesting. I, I did not know that uh, Dr. Oz had made comments like that. And like you said, he's um looked towards as um almost like the base of God. What he says is, you know, is true. And um but he he has um recognized that he has made mistakes about certain things. So is that something that um say the association of nail care professionals professionals have um spoken to him about, did you all reach out to him about um you know the comments that he made
0: absolutely there is one chemist his name is uh, Dr. Doug Shun, who works in our industry and is an advocate for proper male care when it comes to dealing with artificial enhancements and, and products and chemicals and he's tried to reach out to dr. Oz to have him you know on the show so that he can clarify. The safety, you know, risks and hazards of enhancements and that you know, gel services are safe and they do not cause cancer. But you know, his officials have declined to have him on the show, and so there's been email exchanges and articles and you know, blogs online. So it's been an ongoing thing, so where they've just tried to really get the word out about how safety services are. And now the mail companies are also stepping out and just letting people know, you know, the, the services are safe. It's
1: a safe product to use. Mhm. Okay. All right, well thank you for sharing that. Um is, is there something else that you'd like to share with our um listeners regarding um their nail and foot care? I just I want everyone to just
0: know that, you know, foot care and nail care doesn't have to be expensive care, but you should definitely be caring for your feet and your hands at home. If you're a client who likes to get services on a weekly and monthly basis, At-home maintenance is so important. You have to care for your, your nails in between. If you're cleaning at home or you're, you know, someone who does a lot of heavy activities that require you to work with your hands, you should wear gloves to protect them. Even if you don't have polish, you're not wearing them because, you know, your nails need to have special treatment just like any other part of your body. So you want to take care of them is the best way that you can. You know, you wear shoes to protect your feet. You know, When you're cleaning, you should wear gloves to protect your hands because sometimes you work with a lot of harsh cleaning chemicals, and not only can it affect your nails, but it can also affect your skin. So I just want to encourage everyone to take care of their hands as much as possible you know, while they're working around the house or even in the office. There's always, uh, I find that in a lot of the government buildings that I've worked in, you know, in the past, the water is very hard. So you should mm-hmm. always keep some type of moisturizer, you know, at your desk so that you can moisturize your hands after you're washing it with the water because it's so hard and it dries your skin out. Your hands, the cuticles, it's all very, very dry. So you want to make sure you keep a moisturizer with you and moisturize several times throughout the day.
1: And and that's really important to wear gloves because I know I typically wear them, and even when I'm washing dishes, and um, because I don't, I don't have a, a dishwasher, I like to wash dishes, so... I don't have a dishwasher, and I use gloves. And I found that if I go like a day or maybe two days without using gloves, that my nails will break off. They're very sensitive to detergent, and um, my hands dry out really, really badly. So gloves, if you don't wear them, you know, just doing everyday house cleaning, it it is a good idea to do that, And, and especially to protect your skin from um, these chemicals if you're not using organic cleaners and things like that to um, especially protect yourself from uh, the cleaning chemicals. And the other question I had regarding that, you were talking about washing your hands and using a moisturizer, is um, hand sanitizers. I find them to be pretty um, drying. So how do they affect if you're using them, on, particularly on your hands, how does that affect um your uh, manicure It's you're
0: absolutely right sky it is it is drying most of the sanitizers that we use and that we purchase they have a very high alcohol content so they're more drying than they are you know moisturizing even though some of them say moisturizing and so I'm obviously because I'm passionate about nail care I am constantly moisturizing my hands so after I sanitize I have a moisturizer. And then I'm putting my cuticle oil on my hands, and this is all day. (laughs) This is any time that I have to wash my hands, I have to put a moisturizer on, and then I have to put the cuticle oil back on so that, you know, my nails aren't chipping, you know, they get really dry and brittle, and then, like you said, they break. So you have to constantly keep them moisturized and try to find moisturizers that actually, excuse me, sanitizers that actually have moisturizer in them. There are a few Mm -hmm. that do, but they're all ultimately still, you know, infused with a high alcohol content, which is, What causes them to dry
1: out the skin. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Christina. And I'd like to uh, invite you again to give us your contact information, to tell us if you have any upcoming events that will be happening soon, and um, your website information, and just tell us a little bit more about your company. Sure. Um,
0: I would like everyone to visit my website online. And feel free to ask questions or schedule appointments or even inquire about some of the services that we have. You can reach me online at www.lovethosetoes.com, And there's also a contact form on there. So if you want to type your information or your message in and send it to me, I will respond within 24 to 48 hours. Um, Events coming up for the summer, I'm definitely planning to have a few things. So you can check my Facebook page for events there. And if you send a message, I'll definitely include you on my email list so that I keep you in the loop of a lot of the upcoming events that Love Those Toes will be hosting this summer. My email address, if you want to send an email directly to me, is love underscore those underscore toes at yahoo.com. And if you want to, just call leave the voice message to inquire about services. The number is 240-242-7775.
1: And I will say this about the website. Um, I met Christina um, well over a year ago at one of our CIS networking events, and I had an opportunity to go to her website um, before the event, actually. And uh, it's a beautiful site, and she has pictures of, I'm I'm assuming these are your client's feet, but at the time I did not know that. So when I met her, I said, are those your feet on your website? They are beautiful. (laughs) Thank you, Sky. It's, Thank you. It's So <laughs> awesome. I see all these pretty sets of feet and flowers. It's just a really pretty website. So be sure to go and check it out and to uh check out Christina's services. Uh she's an awesome uh individual, an awesome person. And um she really does uh give you um optimum care and uh individualized care and pamper you. So be sure to um visit her website. And just the colors are soothing, the pictures Everything is just really soothing about her website, so just make sure you get a chance to go there and um, check out her services and um, information. Okay, so like what we like to do, um, we're gonna open up the line for one last call for com- comments or questions as we start to wind down. And um, those in the chat room, be sure to um, send us any comments that you might have. And uh, what we like to do as we start to wind down our show. Um, we'd like to um, tell you a little bit about what's going on with Sisters in Spirit. And we have a couple of events coming up that we'd like to share with you. Uh, In our Washington, D.C., Maryland metropolitan area, we will be hosting a business finance boot camp. And this is going to be financial information that every business owner, especially small business owners, should know. Uh, We all are quite aware that – one of the main reasons of business failure uh, is finances. And I would say over half of the ten top reasons that small businesses fail is because of um, financial-related situations, Um, not understanding financial statements, not having a finance uh, system set up, you know, intermingling money, uh, your personal money with your business money. I'm not having enough capital on hand. I'm not uh, knowing what your costs and your expenses are. So, you know, we just found through um talking with our uh business partners, with our members that this is something that is really valuable and really needed by small business owners. So, we are offering it on July 13th, Saturday, July 13th here in Washington D.C. at just really really reasonable prices as a not-for-profit All of our events are really below market uh, prices for registration fees, and many of them are free, as you know. So we're just letting you know that uh, this is going to take place on Saturday, July 13th at the Thurgood Marshall Center here in northwest Washington, D.C. Visit our website for additional information. We have this outstanding facilitator, Sherelle Martin. Uh, She is owner of Empower to Thrive. And she's a business strategist. She's an accountant. Uh, she, um, that's her mission in life, is to empower small business people to succeed. So uh, we highly encourage you to um, visit our website and to attend the boot camp because it is um, set up to empower you. Attendees are going to leave with tools, information that you can start implementing immediately. So we're just excited to be able to offer this to you, and uh, we look forward to meeting you there. We are also working, as many of you know, with uh, Monica D. Day, who is Miss Plus Maryland 2013, and she's a contestant for uh, Miss Plus America. And we're working with her to, um, as um, her platform aligns with Sisters in Spirit. She's about empowering women. And so on June 26th, she's going to be hosting um, a beauty and brunch session where she's going to be talking about makeup tips um, beauty facial care things like that with the little delicious food involved with it as well so we look forward to you joining us for the beauty and brunch that's going to be held at Mama Cita Studios in Tacoma and um, visit our website for additional information so we're just excited that uh, you all have been with us today Again, uh, Christina, thank you for being here and sharing your information. And I'm going to ask you to give out your contact information one more time, and then we will go into um, our quotes for the evening. Uh, as our listeners know, we like to end all of our uh, segments with a favorite quote. So after you um, give us your contact information, once again, we will share our favorite quotes with our listeners.
0: Thank you so much, Sky, for having me on tonight. It's been an absolute pleasure, and I appreciate having the opportunity to share information about nail care with your listeners. Um, again, my name is Christina Monroe, and my business is Love Those Toes Mobile Nail Spa. You can reach us on the web at www.lovethosetoes.com, and by phone at 240-242-7775.
1: Thank you again so much, Sky. Oh, you're welcome, and thank you for being with us. Now, did you have a favorite quote that you wanted to share with us this evening?
0: My favorite quote is by Eleanor Roosevelt, and it is, "The future belongs to those who believe in the beauty of their dreams." This has been a, a dream and a passion of mine to pursue my mail business, and I feel I finally feel like it is taking off, and I'm moving forward with it. And I'm so blessed to have had an opportunity to share with your listeners my passion for nail care. So that is my absolute favorite quote, and I am having an opportunity to to live my dream, and it's it's a wonderful thing.
1: It is a wonderful thing, and it's, it's you know, it's your energy and your, um, you know, your knowledge um, and your um, willingness to share. Uh, you can feel the passion um, in your energy, so we thank you again for doing so. And as I mentioned earlier, I particularly like the fact that you do um look at the health side, the care side, uh as well as the cosmetic side, because that's very important, especially in these days where you have high incidence of um of health issues. Um, you mentioned diabetes and, and different things that can manifest itself or show itself in your feet. So if you're just going somewhere and having nail polish slapped on your toes, you know, that's doing a disservice to you because the person is not, you know, looking for or making sure that the entire foot is being cared for in a, a more well-being type of way. So I really do appreciate you for, you know, having that foresight and for looking at your business as care and not nec- and along with the cosmetics as well. So we appreciate you, Christina, and thank you again for being with us. Now, thank you, that so. was a very lofty quote. My quote is not so lofty. <laughs> My quote is, you know it's time for a pedicure when you can exfoliate one foot with the other one. (laughs) Love it. So, And that's my unknown. So I wanted to share that because, ladies, we all know that there have been times, and it may not be you in particular, but it might be a girlfriend, it might be a relative, and they need to have some work done. So now you can encourage them to check out Love Your Toes and Christina Monroe. Uh, just wanted to let our audience know that we appreciate you. We thank you for tuning in with us tonight, and uh, we look forward to you being with us. Visit our website to check out our upcoming events. And um, as you know, we uh, had the Financial Literacy Institute um, for 2012 and 2013. There's lots of valuable financial information on that um, website. So do visit us at www.sisters. Dash n dash spirit dot net and check out the financial literacy information as well as our upcoming events. We appreciate you, thank you again, Christina, for being with us, and we hope you all have a wonderful night and a wonderful upcoming week.